What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we are back into our our recaps. Today we are going to discuss the Los Angeles Angels. They are next up on the list as we march from you know the bottom of the standings our way up. We're probably about you know halfway or so. Yeah, I say we're probably about halfway, roughly. And the Angels are next up. The Los Angeles Angels finished 2021 with a record of 77 and 85 so fourth in the al west missed the playoffs but they did have a very special player on their team this year it was not mike trout because mike trout missed most of the season but it was shohei otani who stole the hearts of the baseball world for you know the season for for the summer it was the summer of otani and he was doing some historic stuff and was the al mvp but even Otani's historic performance, both with the bat and on the mound, that was not enough to send. Oh, sorry, it was not enough to end their seven-season playoff drought. It was not even enough to bring them a 500 record, although they were much closer than they typically are. But injuries to key players, obviously, was what doomed the Angels in their 60th anniversary season. When you lose the best player in the world in Mike Trout, when you lose your big ticket third baseman Anthony Rendon early in the year you know that that's that's going to be that's going to be tough it's going to be hard to replicate i mean those are big bats in your lineup a lineup that was supposed to be you know really potent and those three superstars only appeared in the same lineup on 19 occasions in 2021 that's not enough that's definitely not what the angels had in mind going into the season but those injuries definitely hurt them there but then you have on the pitching side, you know, they did have some bright spots in the rotation. They had a, a, a solid season from offseason acquisition Alex Cobb, young starters like Patrick Sandoval and Jose Suarez. There were some bright spots. But, you know, obviously that that's just, you know, those are guys who are up-and-comers, I would say, except for Alex Cobb, obviously. But, you know, the young guys, Patrick Sandoval, you know, Jose Suarez, these are up-and-comers. Um, behind Otani, they, they didn't really have any kind of established arm. I would say, in that rotation. The Angels finally released that big contract of Albert Pujols early in May, and that opened up everyday playing time for a first-time All-Star first baseman, Jared Walsh, who was also a very, very bright spot for the Angels this year. Um, Walsh, he was hitting so well that they're like, yeah, we can we can get rid of Pujols. I mean, for the year, if you look at Walsh's numbers, he put up an 850 OPS. 128 OPS plus just picked up right where he left off in 2020 with that pandemic shortened season but 29 homers 98 RBIs good power from Jared Walsh and very well deserving of that all-star selection good stuff from him you could see him um, playing first base in Anaheim for a long time to come and I remember when I first uh, you know looked into Jared Walsh because he was playing really well last year like oh this dude I mean, this dude was a 39th round pick out of the University of Georgia. I don't know how he slid down so far on draft boards, especially as a college bat. That's that's a bit strange, but nonetheless, here he is, an all-star in the major leagues. So, yeah, Walshie was, was a huge bright spot for the Angels. So, like I said, they finished 77-85, but you know they were in first place in the AOS on April 14th. Yes, that's only two weeks into the season, but there was some reason for optimism because their offense started to click. 
But soon after that, they lost Dexter Fowler for the season. Then Rendon's hip injury began to plague him. They continued to play 500 ball, but they just couldn't keep pace with the Astros, A's, and Mariners in their division. Then obviously they would lose Trout, and and that would be it. But it, it was just really like a summer of, of trying to keep their head above water and showcase. I, I, I guess it would be wrong for me to say showcase Otani. Otani was, was doing his best uh, to, to help this team win games, and he helped them win a lot of games, absolutely. Um, I mean, if you look, this is the AL MVP, but, I mean, he was the best player without, like, hands down in the league uh, with the bat. You, you could you could say, ah, uh, maybe not. Um, I mean, his power numbers were up there. I mean, Vladdy definitely had a better offensive season, but Otani was was up there, too. I mean, his 158 OPS plus is nothing to sneeze at, 965 OPS but all in all, Otani put up a 9.1 wins above replacement on baseball reference. So you look at the counting stats, that's where he really he really racked up some some monstrous numbers. 46 homers, 100 RBI, 26 stolen bases. I mean, this dude can hit. He obviously can throw, can run. He can do it all. He can do it all. But um, this is what we what we get when we finally unleash Shohei Otani. You know, I, I had been saying it for years, ever since you know 2018, that they needed to unleash this guy. That when he first came up in 2018, you know, he would he would pitch, and then they wouldn't let him hit the day after. He also wouldn't be allowed to hit the day before he started. So he'd only be in the lineup like three games a week and things like that. I'm like, this guy is really good. They need to unleash him and let him play more. That's what they did this year, and. He rewarded them handsomely. He also led the league in triples, eight triples, leading the American League there. So, just he just terrorized pitchers all year long, and then, and then you know, as a starting pitcher himself, he had, he made twenty three starts and ten point eight strikeouts per nine innings, and that would have ranked him fourth best if he had pitched a qualified number of innings, but he had a one forty one ERA plus, which ranked second in the American League, only behind the Cy Young winner, Robbie Ray of the Blue Jays. So I, I think much of this was just due to the fact the, the, the freedom we saw the Angels give Otani was, was really enabled by Joe Madden, the manager. So I, I really have to give him credit there because he allowed Otani to dictate his playing time on the mound in the lineup. Like, well, you want to play every day? You can play every day. You want to pitch you know, and hit in the same game? You can do that. And that's something that previous Angels managers didn't really give Otani the, the leash for, but uh, he definitely had that in 2021, and it paid dividends for both him and the Angels. So looking forward, the Angels need to get healthy. They, I mean, they, it's, it's crazy to think that they have a player even better than Shohei Otani on the shelf. They have the best player in the world, and that's Mike Trout, right? the best position player. I mean, that's if you want to argue semantics. Mike Trout is the best position player in the world, and nobody has dethroned him yet. But he needs to get healthy. He has not been healthy the past few years, and it's a bummer. It's a huge bummer, but we know what he can do. I mean, he's obviously, if his career ended today, he'd be a Hall of Famer. But Trout is 30 now. Obviously, he still has plenty of miles left on, on the tires, but we, we, we want to see him healthy. We want to see him put together a full season again, something he hasn't done. I mean, he's been banged up a little bit the past few years, but it's just something he hasn't done in a while. But we want to see that. I think if you, if you see a healthy Trout next year, a healthy Dexter Fowler, a healthy Anthony Rendon, this team could 
have a very filthy lineup, but they do need more pitching. They still need more pitching. And um, they got Noah Syndergaard on a one-year deal. I think that was a very good move by them this offseason. And, and that's that's definitely gonna that's definitely gonna help because you know Syndergaard's coming off of Tommy John. But there's a lot of upside with that signing. It's only a one-year deal for, I think, $20 million. So if, if it doesn't go well, they'll wash their hands of it and move on. But it's not like they had anything better in their, in their rotation anyway, except maybe Otani. But that one-two punch with Otani and Syndergaard is going to be a good start for them. So that's definitely what's next for them. And we'll see what happens in Anaheim next year. But that is, that's going to do it for today. That's our recap. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection. Mm-hmm.